on, everybody? Welcome back to another Batman News Weekly, episode 75. Holy crap, we're already 75 episodes into this whole thing. Uh, yeah, it's kind of insane when I actually think about it. We've been doing this for a really long time now. Um, but yes, this is episode 75. We got a lot of news to talk about. We're going to knock out the entertainment news. But uh, yeah, Clay, how has your week been going, man? It has been going, you know, um, with this new uh lifestyle that i have uh i have gotten a lot of things done and i've gotten a lot of not things done i, I don't know how to explain it <laughs> oh no uh, I, I know exactly how it is <laughs> but you haven't got to the because you're fairly new into this right so you haven't got to experience the i don't have a steady paycheck anymore uh not not yet because here's the yeah. thing and folks i do not recommend you living this lifestyle and the main reason why is we, and I say we, me and my wife, just got our, of course, because we are married, our joint stimulus check of the first 600. We just got news that we're going to be getting 1400 more each within the next month and a half, basically, mm-hmm. um, because of the new presidency. And with me, where I'm at, like, we are steady for right now. Um, I am literally signing up for college. I have, like, um, basically, I have a job, but not really, not right now. Um, I have uh, an interview that I'm waiting to hear on while two other at-home jobs are contacting me for first-time interviews. Like... I am overwhelmed, but not really. And I kind of feel like you did in the sense of like, I'm calm, but I can sense the anxiety, like basically coming up to fruition. And I'm just going to write it for right now. You know, I'm I'm having fun with, you know, being able to podcast when I want. Um, I'm doing a lot of the house chores. So my wife is happy. Um, uh, we just signed up for our first week of HelloFresh, so I'm going to start cooking. So that'll be interesting. Um, we got a, we got a promotion with a whole bunch of manga that I purchased. So I was like, no, might as well try it. Um, so yeah, um, my, my week has been pretty interesting for sure. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I constantly, I know we're going to be talking about Batman, ladies and gentlemen, but, uh, yeah, I just. I've been putting out 10 videos a week now, which is insane. Uh, Because I post a video every day on the reaction channel. I post a video every day on the gaming channel, which is crazy. And then I stream four times a week now. So uh, it's been nuts. The only thing that's suffering is my writing. I have not got to write. So it's the only thing that sucks. But anyways, that's current life's Batman life. Um, Let's just knock out the entertainment news because it's not really it's not really a lot of news. It's very simple stuff, starting off with Batwoman, which is a show I don't care about. I don't know if you care about it anymore. Uh, the new villain is going to be Black Mask. Yeah. Um, I I think this is, of course, over the hype of what Birds of Prey uh, made yeah. Black Mask with Ian McGregor. Now, I love that rendition of Black Mask, you know, R.I.P., that version mm. of Black Mask. But I don't think they've even, like... Uh, casted who this black mask will be um i don't know if they could really pull off a, a 
like a big time actor for me to be like, oh my God, that's going to be amazing. Now, granted, when you guys listen to this, it'll be two days until the season two premiere. I'm still going to try it out um, because I do want to see how fast this thing can either fail or really build up traction to where it's legitimately a good show. So, yeah, we will see. I can't. Yeah, I can't justify putting time into it anymore, to be honest. Like, I'm barely even watching anime right now. And that was like so into it. Like, I'm just like, ah. <laughs> and it's just insane. I think it's also because, like, I'm currently watching Fire Force. And it's one of those rare animes that is 24 episodes a season instead of 12. And I'm just like, oh shit. I'm basically watching four seasons in these first two seasons. So I'm just like, ah, because I've been watching nothing but 12 episode animes. Um, so I'm doing that every once in a while when I'm not recording a bunch of gameplay and stuff, but I just, dude, I don't even know the last, you know what? WandaVision is going to be the first thing that I watch that is superhero related in the longest time that is shows because WandaVision seems like it's the first thing that Marvel's putting out that doesn't look formulaic because everything else is just very formulaic. Yeah, for sure comedy blah blah but wandavision seems like there's going to be a lot of drama in there and what i'm thinking is going to happen it feels like this is going to be the thing with disney plus i don't i haven't watched mandalorian but i would assume the way everybody hypes it up and then again that's how people do it with marvel so i could be wrong uh does the mandalorian you can confirm this does it have a lot of drama in it the mandalorian um or is it more like oh it could be in the mcu like, has it got a lot of comedy and shit? It does, but I will say this. The comedy that it has is more about the comedy that was in Iron Man 1. Mm-hmm. Now, if you remember the comedy in Iron Man 1, it was very situational. It was tasteful. It wasn't yeah. anything like what we've come to know as Thor Ragnarok or yeah. the Guardians of the Galaxy or even... So it's comedy relief, basically. Yes, but I will say, um, I if I mean if anybody remembers anything about Star Wars, there are moments of comedy. There are yeah. small moments of like, haha, that's kind of funny. But then we move on. That is what the Mandalorian is. It very much stays within its Star Wars, you know, uh, yeah. genre mm-hmm. for sure. Okay, which is good. Which is good because it fits that. But I'm. I have a feeling because there's those rumors that Feige said like, oh, we might look into the Netflix shows again. Uh, we got the rumor that, you know, or not the rumor, but we got confirmation that Deadpool is going to be rated R. And so this could be like they're trying to answer HBO Max, you know, since HBO Max is going to start putting out all these superhero shows. They're going to be R rated and stuff like that. Disney might be like, you know what? We can go ahead and start doing something like that, too. And so maybe the shows are going to be the things that are not as formulaic and all the movies are going to be the like, Hey, this is where we do all the jokes and stuff because with shows, at least you can kind of spread out the jokes. Whereas in a movie, it's like, Oh, you got two and a half hours to slap people in the face and do stupid shit. You know what I mean? So that could be the thing, but we'll see. WandaVision is going to be the first test. So, you know, yeah, but it looks sure. hella interesting. It is. So, and actually by the time we are recording this, um, I'm actually planning on staying up until 2 a.m. to watch it because nice. I don't want to get spoiled or anything. Uh, I do yeah. the exact same thing on Mandalorian episodes, so it is yeah. what it is. I, 
I already got Mandalorian spoiled for me. I saw the the ending. I was just like, all right, cool, whatever. Um, luckily, like I usually don't get to those shows after so long that I completely forget sometimes, and I'm like, oh, or I think of the scenario in my head, and then when I actually see it, I'm like, oh, that was actually pretty dope. Like you know, so it is what it is. But yeah, so Black Mask is going to be in Batwoman. I kind of hate that these shows are just like, all right, Black Mask is pretty hot. Let's put Black Mask in there. Like, why can't you just get another villain? Like, there's so many. There's and yeah. why get a Batwoman villain? Why does it got to be a Batman villain every time? Yeah, like, I mean, for me, now I understand Gotham. We're basically taking over for Batman because mm-hmm. that was the whole premise of season one. Yeah, um, but. If that's the case, why can't I see a penguin? Why can't I see a clay face? Like, I've been wanting to see a live-action clay face. Oh, you know what? I don't know if we talked about that last week. What? Um, There was... I forgot which director. But somebody said that they wanted to create a... Um, a, a solo clay face movie. Oh no, I don't want that. I just like want it, a it was they they wanted a drama like um self help or something like something that's like I Dave Batista said something like that a long time ago. No, I can't remember who it was. Damn it, that is actually kind of annoying now. Uh, I'll have to look back. I know that I was talking to a few friends of mine about it. I have to uh, look at it. But yeah, anyways, like. For anybody that's actually read Batwoman, which I actually have read Batwoman, she does a lot of super she has a lot of supernatural villains. She literally fights La Llorona at one point. Like bring Hell that yeah, she does. Like bring that into here. And mind you, if you read that, I think it's called like Elegy or whatever, it has some of the most gorgeous art you'll ever see. Like it's, some of the is it, is it that watercolor? Something like that, I think yeah. so. But the double page spreads in there are insane. And yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm just getting, I feel like I'm getting Batman fatigue and Batman's not even around. And it's just like, I don't know, man. I just want something new and it sucks because we'll talk about it later, but future safe doesn't even feel new to me either. Um, But you know, it is what it is. Uh, Hopefully, I, you know, again, like I've said this whole time, I'm not interested in Batwoman because of the switch with Ruby Rose. But I wish them all the best. I hope it's successful. I hope it's great. And I hope, you know, a lot of people get to see this Batwoman and they're inspired to write comics or do whatever. Because, you know, it's a person of color in this suit for the first time. So, you know, we'll see how that goes. Um, Next up, we'll just knock this one out of the park because there's not really a lot of information about it. But the CEO of Warner Brothers, or who who said this? What's her title? I can't remember remember her title let me look it up real quick it's Anne Cernoff yeah so Anne Cernoff has said that they are still building the DC universe for movies chairman of Warner Brothers Entertainment okay so she was doing for something for CES which was very random Mm -hmm. I don't know why they were at CES it's a technology thing but I mean I guess what they're planning on doing in movies in the future I don't know but uh, yeah, so she went ahead and basically said that 
they have a plan for the DC universe yeah, because the, the exact quote is everything's connected now and we're building a DC universe plan that's much more centrally connected, but individually executed, executed. Sorry. I think it's really upstream in the planning that it all needs to come together so people can feel a pride of their efforts. Um, I call BS. And the reason why is, you know, she said it right there. Uh, she wants everything to feel um, individually executed. So what they've been claiming is that everything is, um, well, they are a, a director-driven company, right? Uh, production company that means that james wan was able to do everything he wants to do sandberg will do everything he wants to do freaking um when he finally starts to make the, some of their movies jj abrams will be able to do what he wants to do and that they were going to embrace the multiverse and how quickly did they now say oh well now it's going to be all connected like they have been pushing so much that there is a connected universe Unless the rumors that we all heard about this being a legitimate flashpoint for Flash, for them to create a legitimate timeline connected universe that is now planned. I mean, maybe, but I'm not entirely sure. Yeah, I mean, I always thought that you only do Flashpoint to correct this current universe with and it's only because of Ben Affleck leaving. It's the only reason. Like, if Ben Affleck's in there still, you don't have to do any of this. Like, you don't have to do Flashpoint. You don't have to do anything. But since he's leaving, since he did leave or whatever, um, now it's kind of like, all right, we got this hole to fill that is Batman, and we're going to have to do something crazy for it makes... So all these other movies that we've already done make sense. And it's not going to be a true Flashpoint because anybody that's read Flashpoint knows that it's not something that corrects the universe. They go back to the original timeline they were in. It's just you get to experience a different timeline, and then he goes back to his normal timeline. And so, and and also that wouldn't change Bruce Wayne's face or anything. It wouldn't be able to, I don't know. It's, there's a lot to go into there, but yeah, I just don't. Um, they're going to make it their own thing, kind of like the Flash took their crisis and did its own thing with crisis. Um, but I don't know, man, like whatever, I guess, you know, <laughs> at this point, like I've made it very known that I don't want two different Batman. Like I just don't want it. And I'm going to have this Pattinson trilogy over here, which I know I'm probably going to love. Like it would be, you know, cause it just looks awesome already. And then whatever the hell they're going to be doing with Keaton whether the rumors are true that he's just doing one thing or he's going to be this Nick Fury type character going forward. Uh, either way, I don't want two different Batman because I already know DC. I know Warner Brothers, AT&T, whoever gets to make the Batman decisions is going to be like, we need more Batman. We need more. You know what? Let's make a 60s Batman movie. You know what? Let's make a Batman where he... Is you know he died and he came back to life and he's yeah a and it's it's going to be the it's going to be the DC of comics that's what it's going to become where we're not going to get a whole bunch of Superman we're not going to get any Green Lantern we're not going to get any other character and as much 
and as popular as Batman is, like you just can't do that. You can't do it. It just it overfloods the market of one character. And just like just imagine if that were to happen to anybody else. Like, what if Marvel said, you know what, we need 15 different Spider-Man comics? Yeah. Hell no. Like, no. I'm sorry. No. Yeah. It just wouldn't work. And I don't know why DC thinks the exact opposite for Batman. They're like, oh, this is going to work because everybody loves Batman. You know? It's yeah. just so dumb. Yeah. Um, if I'm not mistaken, there's more Spider-Man movies, though, than there are Batman movies. Yes. If I'm not mistaken. So, you know, they're doing that, too, with Spider-Man. But, yeah, I don't know. Um, I'm just going to leave it up to I'll believe it when I see it. So that's what we'll do. Because we don't even know when Flash is filming. There's I've had people tell me, like, oh, it got delayed again. And then, there's a, then I read in reports that it's starting in February. So Now, I believe the sister of the director who is like the uh, producer of the film or, or, or has something to do with the film, she posted a picture of mm -hmm. her and her brother both wearing uh, reverse Flash and Flash socks. Um, mm -hmm. It was just like something random. Everybody's like, oh my God, they're getting ready. Um, so hopefully it's true. Hopefully they are working on preparing to start yeah. filming very, very soon, which is what reports had already said. Yeah. All right. So hopefully we'll get that. Uh, and then I don't know if you have this pulled up because I have no idea this person's name, but we got a new showrunner for Batman. Well, we're, well, we're going to call Gotham Central, uh, which, which is, is actually Batman the name Gotham. that it's working under as of right now. Um, yeah. His name is Joe Barton. Um, he is the uh, he created and wrote a BBC two slash Netflix series called uh, Giri and Haji um, mm -hmm. and wrote the upcoming film Invasion starring Riz Ahmed. I have not seen Giri or Haji. I've seen still photos because of when this was initially announced. It looks interesting. Uh, because it's on Netflix, I think I might, sh you know, try maybe like one or two episodes just to see how, yeah. what kind of show he created or, or wrote. Um, and I have really nothing else to say about it other than, uh, you know, hopefully he is a good fit. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just very curious if Matt Reeves was like, I need somebody that's just going to follow my orders. And maybe this is that person, you know? Yeah. Um, because when you think about it, like, James Gunn is going to be involved in Peacekeeper. You know what I mean? So Matt Reeves is possibly like, all right, to keep my vision going, I need to be very involved in this. And when you have somebody that did a classic like Boardwalk Empire, I don't know if it's called a classic, but I know a lot of people love Boardwalk Empire. Um, you know, you can clash with that. You know, if you're very like too like well-known, I don't want to say egotistical, but you know, very like y'all both know what y'all want. Y'all don't agree then it's probably not the best fit. So they did leave over creative differences. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's cool. I want to know when it's going to start filming. Uh, because, oh, we did have that one thing you sent me that people are assuming that the Batman finishes in February because yes. Robert Pattinson's next film. Yes. Now, this also is kind of under the mindset that a lot of people have for some reason. They think that 
actors can't work on multiple projects at one yeah. time, um, mm-hmm. which we know is definitely not true. Um, yeah. Because we've all heard stories about multiple actors working on one set, getting on a plane, going somewhere else, working on another mm-hmm. set, or being in LA and running to two or three sets in like a week. So yeah. it is possible to work on multiple projects, but we can maybe assume that it'll wrap filming uh, at the end of February. Or at least his parts. Yes. You know, because you can still film all the other bullshit uh, that he's not involved in there. Uh, But yeah, for the most part, that's all we have for entertainment news, ladies and gentlemen. But we do have some comic news with it, which is kind of entertainment news. At least that's how I would view it is we are getting a Batman and Scooby-Doo comic coming out as a digital first, correct? Yes, it is going to debut, I believe, in March. Um, And then the collected, uh, it says here, the first two chapters will be collected in April. So Now, is this going to be a kids scooby-doo book or is it going to be like hey we're gonna have tom king write this you know what i mean like so i think with the art that is depicted on this like what i would assume is the first cover i think Mm -hmm. it'll be a off all ages book yeah um because i don't know if you saw it before the like adult scooby-doo book ended um, they were doing these Scooby-Doo team-ups, and one with, was with Batman, one was with Superman, one was with Mr. Miracle. Like, they did a whole bunch of DC heroes. And it was within, like, the Scooby-Doo canon. Yeah. You know, um, I, I assume this is what it'll be. Now, this is not new. This isn't a new concept. Um, because if anybody remembers, like, Super Friends, Batman did team up with Scooby-Doo before. And then of course they have done, I believe they've done a uh, Batman 66 version. I think so. Teaming up with Scooby-Doo. I think that was on the cartoon. Yeah. Uh, I think there's a Batman cartoon with Scooby-Doo. I could be wrong though. Nice. Uh, So yeah, I think that would be pretty interesting. I would love to see. Yeah. It's going to be wacky and goofy. I would assume you just can't do those characters with Batman unless you do it. Like the way Tom King wrote Elmer Fudd like that well if and spoilers for a now three or four year old book if you want to skip ahead you can do like three minutes i'll be really quick about it um there was a very intense scooby-doo run Mm -hmm. of comics um jim lee did the first 12 issues and um fred died is that the zombie one yeah like it was like it was literally walking dead but with Scooby-Doo. So it, I I still want to find the trades for that. And I want to own that because I never got to read it. But I just remember like that issue where Fred died and like it went up like super crazy in price. So nice. I was like, huh, I remember. Yeah, I remember the seeing the cover of one of them. I was like, what the fuck is that? And I'd never picked it up to read it. But yeah, I'd be down. I'd be down to read something like that. I think it's always cool when they do stuff like that. It's funny because it's. I'm interested in stuff like that, but 
every time they try to do it to characters i really love i'm like i hate it i don't know why exactly like if if you read there was also a flintstones book now that was intense and you're like how can flintstones be intense do do you know why bam bam lives with barney Mm -mm. because strong what because he's so strong no, no, no. So Bam Bam, if you remember in the cartoon, he was just like this little kid, you know, was their kid. Well, you find out he's not really blood related. The fact was that two clans were fighting and they ended up killing each other. And Barney was on the other side of the battlefield and mm-hmm. just saw this little kid crying over his dead parents and he took him in. God damn. That's good. Yeah. Like, huh? There was like there was like drug use and like prostitution and like all sorts of shit in that book, dude. It was insane. That's hilarious. Uh, I mean, see, different iterations like that are kind of cool. I mean, see, I like stuff like that because it's it's like Thrill Killer, right? Like Thrill Killer is just like you know it's not tied to anything, and it's just a solid Elseworld. But Future State is tied to shit, and you're but you're making it feel like an Elseworld, and it's like no, I don't like it. Um, so it is what it is. Speaking of future state though future state right is what it's called i don't even yes. care yeah no, yeah it's 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 future uh, state um john ridley's batman aka next batman aka tim aka jace jesus yeah. um AKA second son <laughs> is getting his own miniseries um but it's going to be a digital first it is going to be collected in april once again this one is actually going to be starting as a digital first at the end of February. Um, this is the story of where Jace has been and how he ends up becoming Batman. Yeah. I can't take anybody with the name Jace serious because of Dragon Ball Z. I'm Jace! Like, I just can't. I can't do it. See, and, and here, when I was thinking about this, now, for... People who don't know, we get the review copies early. I've only read issue number one of Next Batman. We have issue two available to us. I'm going to read it sometime this weekend. But even with just reading issue number one, I would have preferred this story Mm -hmm. to be in future state. I agree. I agree. I think Um, that we should have known, or not we should have known, but we should be getting to know who Jace is before he's just batman yes you know? i 100 percent agree with that so clay sent this to me and i sent him a text that digital first are starting to become the new directors mentioning stuff about their movies that are not in the movies uh that's a big pet peeve of mine if something doesn't happen in your movie it doesn't happen you can't just be like oh yeah um the spindle at the end of inception falls down it doesn't count, okay? It doesn't count. Uh, and, like, we saw that with Endgame. What did they say? Uh, something. They said a bunch of shit about Endgame. The, like, the time travel, the whole thing yeah. with Steve, like, everything. Yeah. They, they, it, they, they every other week. They freaking destroyed their own movie with that. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just, that's the biggest thing. And I feel like that's what these digital firsts are doing now. Because they're like, hey, we're going to give this, like, epic cool stuff in the main runs but then the real story is going to be in digital first and it's like no you should be putting the real story in the main stuff 
and then the actiony cool stuff in the digital first like or or mix some match but you sh i shouldn't have to buy a digital first on top of my main run to get the the whole story you shouldn't have to like the digital first they should either be a solid story by themselves that are maybe not tying to something else or are maybe branching out from a different series but they should never be like a big part of the main story a la how scott snyder did 20 medals and they were all one story but you had metal one through seven it made no sense you had yeah. to buy those other issues to make sense of that story um but yeah so i guess this will be interesting i i do want to know why tim became batman and how he became batman because i'm not buying the i used to be in the military kind of thing i mean batman kicks the ass of the military all the time so you got to be better than that did he take a super serum did i want to know what he's done um and i want to know like why why does he think he can be batman but i should have got that in future state when you're getting four issues you know you should be able to tell that story so um this kind of feels like they they thought about this in advance. And we kind of, you know, we were talking about this. We were like, you know what? I bet you a lot of these future state books are going to be digital first. And they're starting to be. They're but... starting to be. But the only thing is they're doing it in the wrong way. I think my pitch sounded a lot better. Um, we all know that the DC Infinite Unlimited or whatever they're going to end up calling it. Yeah, I think it's DC uh, DC Universe Infinite. Um, mm -hmm. is going to be debuting in a few, like a week or two on their new updated app or whatever. They needed to plan for these future state titles to be ongoing as DC Universe Infinite Originals. Yeah. On that app, have those writers write for digital. It would be a subscription seller. That's how you get people to jump on that app. You give them new content instead of just like, here's all of the old content for this cheap price. Well, here's all the old content for this cheap price and something brand spanking new. Mm -hmm. That's what gets people in there. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, again, we, we if you want to hear our thoughts on this, check out last week's episode. We reviewed uh, the first issue of The Next Batman. And we weren't very pleased with it. It wasn't inspiring. Didn't make me want to keep reading about it. So uh, we'll see. I mean, maybe it, maybe the one thing I will say about Digital First, though, they're usually really good. So, you know, that could be the one positive. You know, maybe we're just going to get all the good shit in Digital First, not so much in the main stuff, which is unfortunate. But this thing you also sent me today or yesterday? Today. Today uh damien's gonna be robin again yes so red x is out the window already yes and no and it's super confusing and i was telling you this right before we got on in the air the fact that like there's even people who are high profile journalists that do this for a living like still cover these stories they are even confused and i just want to share what they had said um so their quote was, I'm so confused. I thought Tim had reclaimed the Robin name and Damien gave it up. And I, then I went ahead, replied to him. I said, DC has given writers the okay to write anything and everything. 
uh, they want with the new Infinite Frontier, continuity doesn't matter in order for writers to write without having their hands tied. He said, wow, I clearly have been uh, out of the weekly grind. And I told them, it's like, it's okay. It's going to confuse a lot of readers. It's already confusing a lot of readers. And I said, it's a massive change in pace, but it goes along with the thought process of readers following characters over writers and vice versa. Uh, and how will it affect sales? Nobody will know. Somebody else commented saying, it's it's completely different minds. It's a different mindset to what us post-crisis kids had in the long term, because let's face it, new readers are seeking out one-off trades and collections over weeklies. I think it'll pay dividends. And he said, characters are greater than continuity. And he's that. I mean, it's, but it's kind of true when you, and I say kind of true because it, I can, there can literally be an argument for both um, Mm -hmm. 50, 50 in the sense of like, Hey, what do you read? Oh, I read Batman. Like everybody says, Oh, I read Batman. I read Superman. I read flash, you know? They talk about characters, but when you say, hey, when did you start reading comics? It's not like, oh, I just picked up a Batman book. It's like, oh, no, Rebirth started. That's that's the start of something in continuity. Mm -hmm. There's an argument for both. And I think this is just a testing the waters because I don't find it lasting very long at all. I honestly don't. I think it's going to fail. I've said that from the start because there's the thing, right? Like you see it happen when it comes to the movies all the time. You have the defenders of it happened in the comic books, right? Like there is somebody, there is like one person that I I swear to God, their life is devoted to finding that one comic panel that matches up with the one scene from the movie and says, see, it's in continuity. It's comic books. Like, somebody does that all the time. Like, I said I didn't like the car in Batman. Somebody found a fucking picture that matched pretty close to the damn car. They're like, see, it's continuity. Or it's canon, whatever. And I was just like, fuck. Um, But the thing is, I, as somebody who just jumped into Batman, my earliest memory of reading a Batman comic book was Hush. Like, that's where I jumped in. And that was like a middle of a Batman run. It wasn't start, finish, anything like that. It wasn't like, oh, crisis start, or it wasn't, you know, New 52 started, blah, blah, blah. No, Hush was just there. Like, it was just a big thing. I bought it in a trade. It was already done. And I was like, all right, cool. And then I got into more Batman comics. But I I don't know, man. Like, I feel like when it comes down to it, yes, characters are everlasting, but people always want to know what is their story? And if if continuity didn't really matter, people wouldn't necessarily like one people wouldn't reference stuff in future stories and people wouldn't like pick out certain stories that are like the best. You know what I mean? Like if you go back and look, a majority of the best Batman stories are continuity beside like a la Frank Miller's not. But everybody's incorporated Frank Miller's year one into batman's stories nowadays and they're like that's continuity yeah and that's exactly what i mean by everybody being super confused with this next step because even with this announcement of robin i have people on my timeline saying 
well, they better explain why Robin is now, why Damien is Robin and why he decided to be Robin again. And I told you this also, we literally have to pretend that every book is in its own small pocket universe. Nothing is connected. And that will confuse people because you're going to see Damien in a book and then you're going to see Damien in a different book by a completely different writer and they're not going to have the same voice. They're not going to have the same attitude. They're not going to be in the same headspace as far as character development. And it's going to confuse people. It really is. Or if they do decide to connect something, that's going to confuse us even more because they shouldn't be connecting. Yeah. You know what I mean? If Scott Snyder wasn't chasing the bag and was actually trying to set this up in a proper way instead of doing his whole like i'm just gonna say something and people are gonna understand way what you could have done instead of having that gold wonder woman meet the old school wonder woman or i don't even remember she was gold she was gold in that issue but maybe not when they met that the old school wonder woman says you're gonna remember things and you're gonna see a lot of things and everything that's ever happened is now known or whatever you might just not you might not know about it, but everything exists or whatever. It's some stupid shit. What they should have said is because I know that they love these like, oh, look at these 52 worlds in my hands, all this bullshit. They should have had a crazy like diagram or two page spread of all of these little pocket things, like you said, like pocket universes. And they should have said there is infinite numbers of pocket universes. And they could have shown different Batmans and stuff like that. Like there's like there's a million different timelines happening all at once. And what you could have done is that could have been New Frontier or whatever for about a year or two uh, if it was actually successful. But you have a way out in the sense of like, okay, what you can do is maybe one of get one of your sciencey characters that doesn't get a lot of playtime, right? Like you don't have to do this with Batman. It doesn't have to be Superman. But you could have somebody that maybe you don't use a lot. Like, who's one of the big science people? Like, Adam or something, right? Like, have him constantly just, like, he could be all disheveled and stuff in a thing. Like, you open your comic book with this. And he's realizing that things are starting to, to disintegrate or get out of whack because there's so many universes. And then he starts trying to tell the other Justice League members, like, if we don't get this under control, if we don't bring the universes back to being what they used to be, we're all going to like be destroyed that way. It's not this crazy villain that's trying to destroy the world that can turn into Dr. Manhattan and be every Batman in the world, but it's actually a cataclysmic event that they have to fix. They're like, we have to put all of this back together or we're all going to die. You know what I mean? Because then you can be like, some villains could be like, well, we want to die. Like it's what we want to do. And you can have those clashes there. Then you can have some of the beat of the villains be like, will help you until this fucking gets fixed or whatever. You know what I mean? Um, and that's your out out of this crazy expansion. But what yeah, do you do? but you also you also put out on Twitter. It's like, I feel like Snyder did all of this just so he can come back and be Mr. Glory and fix it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I think he did. I still stand by that. So if you see fucking Snyder come out in a year or two, uh. like, look, this sucks. I have an idea to fix it. And he's like, oh, and it ties back to metal because I actually left these Easter eggs in there that nobody's going to reference and nobody's going to notice. And just so he can come back and do metal three or his own crisis, right? Like that's why he didn't call this crisis because he's actually got a crisis plan for when he comes back. 
would not fucking surprise me. Would not. Especially if his indie stuff doesn't do well. And he's all like, hey, I see y'all are doing bad. Let me come back. You know what I mean? Because he wants, I feel like he has an ego and he wants to be better than John's. And he's not. And John's, everybody was slobbing on John's Nabu rebirth. I'm telling you, he doesn't want to be John's. He wants to be Morrison. There's a difference. He wants to be, he wants to be the one that is like the greatest, but also the craziest. Just because. Would you say, well, I I think Morrison's way better than Snyder, in my opinion. But at the same time. Do you think Morrison's better than John's? I would say no. And I love Batman. I think John's has contributed way more to the DC universe than Morrison. Yes. But I would say that I I think I love Morrison and John's for two separate reasons. Um, Nowadays, I feel like Morrison is just like, he's been on too much acid recently and just wants to do like some crazy ass shit. But you know what he did? I mean, he fucking introduced freaking Damien, you know? Yeah. He's the one that created that character. And I think he has a lot of legacy Mm -hmm. or as John's has brought up more of the modern age of comics or modern age of DC, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I guess time will tell. Um, the thing is, John's is still pumping out good stuff, and Morrison's hit that plateau where he doesn't anymore. Yeah. So I guess we'd have to judge. I don't know how how far they are in age, but you know, let's just say they're ten or fifteen years apart. We'll see how John's is in ten or fifteen years and see if he's still popping out, you know, good stories. But if he's allowed to, or whatever's going on there. But uh, I mean, he's still working. And I don't know why I said that, anyways. But yeah, so we didn't even really talk about this new Robin thing, though. So, yeah, he's going to be Robin again. And I saw Joshua Joshua Williamson, who's going to be writing this, right? Mm-hmm. Like, he's writing this. And he says he is going to make Damien, like, a fashion icon. And they're going to have a bunch of different outfits for Damien. The photo you sent me annoys the fuck out of me. Because his suit is red and gray with hints of black, and his cape is yellow. It annoys me so much. There's, there's, a, lot, there's a lot going on with his suit. Yeah. But the artist has put out like one or two different shots of that costume. Mm-hmm. And it actually, like, I think it looks kind of cool. I just, but I, I think it's more of the style of the art that I think I like. And yeah. I think if he were to put him in any other costume in that pose, in that kind of scenery that he did for the one that he posted on Twitter, I think I would like it anyway. anyway so, yeah, I just can't stand it. Cause it, it's, it's all red. Like just make the bottom of the Cape red. Like that's all you needed to do. And it's just fine, but it's like yellow. And I'm just like that. It The color scheme doesn't match. And it's, I don't know. It was just annoying me. Um, but anyways, so yeah, I don't, I'm not excited to read anything from Joshua Williamson. <laughs> You know what I mean? Nobody is. <laughs> yeah. So like everybody's like, man, I love Robin. If only this was written by somebody else. <laughs> yeah, but so leading into the next thing we're gonna talk about, Tom Taylor did tweet about this, saying there's a lot to be excited about in the Batman universe going forward. Mm-hmm. Like he did something along those lines. And before we started this podcast, you got some information. 
idea. Bean. It'll be announced by the time this this podcast comes out. Yes, I I have a reliable source. Um, Tom Taylor, as we already know, is writing Nightwing. That's going to be the ongoing, you know, in his own universe, whatever you want to call it, Infinite Frontier. Tom Taylor is confirmed to be writing a miniseries as well. Because that's what I wanted to tell you. That's something I haven't said yet. Mm-hmm. It is a miniseries. It is not wow. the main continuity or main whatever book. Mm-hmm. It is a miniseries. And I have the title right here. The title, Batman, The Dark Knight. Ooh. Interesting. It's about old man Batman. Mm-hmm. It says, uh, gets his weary bones out of Gotham to investigate an international case. Okay. Tom, Tom Taylor loves to travel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that'll be interesting. I want to know how old Batman's going to be. And I don't know. I would so, have loved to see. The artist, Andy Kubert. So it nods to Morrison's run. And since Kubert, uh, uh, The Dark Knight, feels very much in line for the Dark Knight books. Uh-huh. But so, he's the one that worked with um, Tom King on that Superman run, right? Is that the Yes. Smartest? Yes. Kubert. Right. Yes. Okay. This is going to be a main DC miniseries. This isn't Black Label. So even though it's Old Man Batman, don't expect anything crazy. Um, That's unfortunate. Yeah, it, it is. But at least we have a writer that we actually care about writing Batman. Yes. Although, to play devil's advocate here. Like you always love to do. Little, very little Batman in Suicide Squad. And he kind of made it jokey. Didn't like that. And who's going to die here? Is Batman going to die? Is that at, all he's doing? <laughs> is that all he's writing this batman for so he could fucking die hey like, hey tom king killed batman tom taylor can yes, kill batman too he brought him back right away tom, tom taylor's they stay dead it seems like hey tom king in his current batman 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 catwoman batman's dead yeah of old age <laughs> not of something ridiculous or crazy Oh, I think but, I think if Tom Taylor writes this and he dies at the end, it's of old age. Like it's finally like, oh, this was my last mission. I can I can rest now. Boom. Just at the mansion, croaks. But but to be fair though, we have mentioned to other books when we've been talking shit about Tynan, we're like, detectives doing the same shit. We would have to say the same shit about Tom Taylor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we definitely will. And I feel like we will definitely say that more so because of this new idea of Infinite Frontier. There's going to be very like minds writing stories. Mm -hmm. And a lot of them are probably going to sound the same. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's... As a diehard Batman fan, there's just too much Batman. I I just fucking give me two books. Give me two books I can follow a good story on. And just spread out the rest of the world but no like i'm just like legit 
I don't know, man. We've had so much Batman in that folder because we got like three weeks of books. And I'm just like, holy shit. I read Batcat and I haven't read anything else besides what was this week's. So I haven't read that in the future. So next week, as of books that I'm actually interested in, there's nine. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. I haven't even read Wonder Woman yet. Either of them. Like, I haven't read the Yan Far. Is that her name? You're a floor. Now, I I will say um you're basically reading disney's uh disney's uh uh, hercules with that oh okay that sucks like i'm Um, i'm just gonna say that because i made a meme about it and a lot of people just clearly are like oh wow i didn't notice yeah it's very much disney's hercules huh interesting so i have she has the attitude of lobo so hmm okay I'll still I'll still give it a shot. Um but yeah, like I said, I've only read Batcat. I I literally picked up Rorschach from the comic shop, which I can actually mention this too. Apparently comic shops uh either ordered a shitload or nobody gave a fuck about Batman, the next Batman, cuz there was a lot. There was two full stacks of comic books. And usually when there's a debut of a character, they're gone. Yeah, and I will say this, that shop has a tendency to be like, oh, Batman, we need to order 14 times as much as we need. Just in case something special comes out and we can up price half of them. That's basically what they do. But well, also, um, also comic news. Um, if you haven't heard, Batman number one sold for a clean $2.2 million. Oh. Nice. Graded at a 9.4. Wait. Batman number one or Detective? No, no, Batman number one. So it's not the first. It's not the first appearance. It's the first solo title. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Batman number one sold for two point two million dollars. Was it a clean issue or what? Yeah, nine point four. Oh, it, so okay. it's it's almost pristine. Yeah, that's nuts. Um, damn, must be nice. For real. Oh, is, I hope that is that going to like a private collection? Um, let's see here. I'm having the article uh, here at Hollywood Reporter. And again, like fucking Elon Musk could just buy that, like, no problem. Huh. All right. Yeah. I can own a number one in Batman. I don't even care. The comic published in 1940 sold as part of the Heritage Auction Comics and Comic Art event that kicked to Thursday and runs through Sunday. The final price was two point so it's two million two hundred twenty thousand dollars, which included the buyer's premium fee. While not the first appearance of the Dark Knight, that would be Detective Comics twenty seven, which came the year earlier. It does feature the appearance of an iconic villain, the Joker, and part time villainess Catwoman. Driving the price uh, is the comic's nine point four CGC uh, designation, finding a key issue from the Golden Age era of comics, a time when publication used cheap paper where uh redisposability on a massive scale uh, is extremely rare uh this issue survived that and kept its pages white to boot so 9.4 is very very clean i have a book right behind me on grading juice has seen it before i actually showed it to him once um it can be you know, it can be almost nearly destroyed and still be like a 0.1 or a 0.5 is like the lowest grade. But yeah, it says here, uh, 
the comic had been in the hands of one collector, Billy T. Gates, uh, for more than 40 years. Gates bought the comic in 1979 from a comic shop in Houston, Texas for $3,000. Damn. And then uh, 3000 equates to around 11000 if adjusted for inflation. Um, this man, Gates, died in 2019. Uh, which gave it the collection then went to his son. Uh, the comic now joins the ultra elite $2 million club. Uh, the famed Nicolas Cage owned action comics. Number one featuring the first appearance of Superman was the first comic to be sold publicly for over 2 million when it, uh, when it gaveled in 2011. So Nicolas Cage, that was crazy. He named uh, his son Kal-El like he is crazy. Yeah, uh, and he never got to be Superman. <laughs> so, well, I mean, there's still that rumor. There's still that rumor that he's going to be in Flashpoint. Um, see, man, that's got to suck, though, right? Like that kid, that dude's son sold it. Like you know, like well, and and here's the thing. I I told my wife. I said I don't have large key issues like an Action Comics number one or like a Batman number one. But I do have key issues. And I said, I will have a will that states that no one in my family can Mm -hmm. sell my comics until my, like, and I put out a random number of greats, Mm -hmm. grandchild becomes an adult and can use it for whatever they want. Yeah. So it's going to go down in lineage before it's, it's not like, Oh, we can sell off the collection now and buy beer. You know, it's it's it's, yeah. it's nothing like that. But at the same time, too, like your great 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 grandchild ain't gonna know shit about you, so they're not gonna give a fuck. They're gonna be like, I just got millions of dollars, yo. Like that's the one thing that sucks. <laughs> you know, like they're not gonna give a fuck. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I don't know my grandfather's father. You know what I mean? So like I can't be like I have any emotional attachment to that. So it's like you got two or three generations if you're lucky that actually will know about you. And then it's GG unless, unless you're like a legend, somehow you make some badass comics and blah, blah, like, you know, you just knock it out of the park. Right. And you're known for, you're like a Stan Lee kind of character or something that I think that's the only time, like your great, 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 greats will probably be like, I can't sell this. Like my grandfather was a legend. Like, you know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, I don't know. That's uh, that would suck. You can just like you say you're you're watching it down from fucking heaven. And you're like that little shit, like <laughs> <laughs> traded it for a fucking burger. Um, but yeah, that'd be insane. Anyways, let's get into these comic reviews. Uh, starting off with Robin Eternal. This book sucked. What do you think? You think that it sucked? It was there was nothing special about this book, in my opinion. They played the fucking tim drake hits they're like tech yes, stuff, they stephanie brown and then have him do something cool at the end he died <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened like you know what you want to know what that is right because everybody's always said tim drake's never died tim drake's never died they fucking kill him and he comes back immediately like because I was, of I the Lazarus formula, which is dumb. 
<laughs> like it was so dumb. Like you only get to kill a character once, right? Like for the first time. He just died. Like it's just the way Tom King did it like that. Everybody's like, hey, uh, King, what the fuck? You just killed Batman like nothing. And then of course Ivy's like, I brought him back. And you're just like, what? He literally, he gets choked to death. And you see the life go out of his eyes and he's laying in a puddle. They even mention it, this other character, Darcy or whatever. He's like, oh no, he's drenched. What did you think about, what did you think about that piece of dialogue? The, uh, the, oh, how's my favorite We Are Robin member? I was like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, no, they did not just wrote that. Oh my God. I didn't know who the fuck Darcy was. I was just like, Okay, and then apparently, I guess she's deaf, right? Because I, I think I think part she maybe partially deaf, or like maybe just hearing impaired is what yeah. the uh, correct term is, because she does in fact say, "Hey, can you be in front of me?" You know, she she does yeah. no, you know mention it. So they do uh, do uh, sign language, and there is a side note saying that like excuse me, like, this isn't, like, your normal ASL or whatever. Yeah. Um, the word bubbles to come out of sign language is so weird in here. It looks weird. But um, I like her costume, and... She looks like Nova. I wouldn't say it sucked, but it could have been a lot better. The reason why I say... um the reason why I said it sucked is because it felt like I've read the story a million times. They automatically go with, oh, Stephanie and Tim have some kind of conflict. Oh, Tim's going to go do something dangerous and Stephanie doesn't want to see, like, I don't want, so-. she literally says, I don't want to see somebody I love die. And then, of course, she still shows up to be there for him. And I'm just like, bro, can there ever be anything different between these two? It's like Batman and Robin always fighting. And I'm just like, give me why couldn't they just be married if this is a future state you know what i mean like a different continuity or whatever give me something different but she has no eye she lost her eye somehow she's there it looks like they're a lot more grown up than anything um yeah yeah, for me i was just like "Eh." and then the ending i was just like really I, i wasn't buying the ending um because he's all like coming out of it like like you know I know what I'm reborn. The next one's called Robin Reborn. (laughs) Out of here, dude. So, yeah, I don't know. I didn't like it. Like I said, it could have been a lot better. I mean, the art was all right up until like the part where he died. It looked a little weird and funky. (laughs) His tongue's all out. He's like, ah. Um, And then he just gets like power driven into the ground. Um, but yeah, but you want to know the thing that sucks, right? And this is what I don't like. And I hate when comics do this or artists do this. Tim, I mean, I just want to verify while I'm looking through all of this. Tim has no pupils the whole comic because he's wearing his mask. But when he dies, he has pupils. Yeah. I hate that. They want to see the light come out of their eyes. It's so like, just rip his mask off. That's all you have to do. Rip his mask off and then there you go. That's one extra panel. Like in this idea, I will say this, the idea that these robots are going to be eternal. Mm-hmm. 
They're fucking robots. Yeah. They're not organisms. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Fugitive is just so out there. Like, and it's funny because again, I'm always gonna reference. I gotta go find that and save that quote from whoever the hell said it. That was all like these stories have not been tampered by anybody. These are gonna be the freshest, newest ideas you've seen at DC. I'm like, well, they haven't been great, my guy. Like, just saying. Um, so yeah, I wasn't really a big fan of Robin Eternal. I would, I. It, I, I don't know if I said it. It definitely wasn't the last podcast. I think it was a couple podcasts ago that I was excited for those to hopefully have like a good Tim Drake story where he does something different. I'm pretty sure I said that. And I think I even said, I hope it doesn't, it's not another Stephanie Brown, like, Oh, we're in love. We're not in love kind of story. Well, and you, I'm pretty sure you said that you didn't want like the greatest hits of Tim and we got the greatest hits of Tim. Yeah. <laughs> I just like, I don't know, and and I hate, like, I don't know if this just comes off as pompous or what it is, but, like, if you get the chance to be a writer for a character that's been around forever, like, what goes through your mind? Like, do you, do you think these writers that do the greatest hits, do they think that that's what makes a good comic book? Just because, like, oh, people used to like this back in the day, so they'll like it now. Like, well, I think I think that's definitely the way to go when they say, "Hey, um, you're going to write this character for the very first time, but you're only going to write it for two issues." Yeah, like so they're going to want to be like, "Oh, what was the one thing I loved as a kid?" Yeah. Oh, this. Okay, boom. You know, put it out there. Yeah, I guess. I mean. I don't know. I guess when I, I guess when I envision writing, I don't envision myself like I'm only getting one shot. You know what I mean? And maybe that's the truth, but I feel like I wouldn't try to fit everything I've ever wanted to fit in an issue or two. You know what I mean? Even if I had one shot, I'd be like, all right, I got 12 pages to tell a story about this character and that's it. What's the best story I can tell about this character? You know what I mean? It mm. wouldn't be let me waste like six of the pages on nostalgia, you know? Um, but that's just my mindset. Other people could be like, I just can't believe I'm writing for Batman, you know? And they, they just wanted to see a lot of the shit they saw as a kid, which is totally fine, you know? But I guess just as a viewer or as a reader, I'm just like seeing it a million times because every other writer and their mom thinks this is cool too. So, <laughs> you know, like I'm I am pretty harsh on this shit, but it's just I don't know, man. It is what it is. Although I will say, I did like Teen Titans, though. You did so, like Teen Titans? Yeah, I like Teen Titans. Um, I didn't like it. Was it didn't wow me? Like, but there were things in it. Like, I was. It made me interested in the next issue because something happened, right? Like, something happened. One, we see that Beast Boy and Cyborg are combined. Which yeah. I'll, okay, how did that happen? Uh, there was what looked to be... Oh, it opens up with Titan's Tower destroyed. So I was like, okay, what happened there? And it looks like it was a big explosion. Um, how'd you feel about the Nightwing costume, the modern version of an old suit? Fuck yeah. Fuck like yes. Dude, I, lo I love... Everybody hates it. I love that stupid circus v-neck elvis presley looking yeah. suit i love it nobody likes it i love it i absolutely I love it. it 
So having a modern version of it, I was like, yes, now he just needs the collar. That's all he needs. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that suit so much. This one's all right, but I think his current Nightwing suit is so good. Like, but do you know do you know why they end up doing this? No. Because of the ending. Oh, yeah, yeah, I can he, see that. The yeah. color scheme, he's not Nightwing. Yeah. He's so. fucking Deathstroke. So I've never read that story from the past, so I don't know any of that. So I was just like, oh, I've seen it, but I'm just like, I don't know how that got there. Well, whatever. it's it's very interesting. I don't think this has anything to do with that story. Just the the only thing that's very convenient about that story is his like announcement to the world that he is Nightwing just so happened to come around around the same time that Deathstroke was even like founded by Marv Wolfman. Um, but here you see Starfire call him Nightwing several times. He questions yeah. it. Raven questions it. Like, what is up with the whole like Nightwing business? Mm -hmm. And you see him at the very end put on a mask and he's fucking Deathstroke. And yeah. This, I will tell you this right now, which is okay because everybody loves the series. This writer is probably a fan of the Teen Titans cartoon. Not Teen Titans yeah. Go, but the original Teen Titans cartoon. Mm -hmm. And I am for it. Because that's what I've always wanted. I wanted that Teen Titans in comic book form. I think a lot of people did. Um, so yeah, so we do have some stuff going on with Raven. She's like trying to control her power. And I'm assuming she was talking to Red X this whole time, right? Like that's yes. on stage. Yeah. And he's like, you need my help to control your power or whatever. And she's like, I'll do it on my own. And so there's this mystery. We don't know what the mystery is, but something destroyed Titan's tower. We see Shazam is with, uh, Lobo's daughter, uh, Lobo's daughter. And, uh, what is his name? Brick or... Yes, Brick. Yeah, Brick, which I've always thought he's actually kind of a cool character. Um, he's, uh, you know, they're all doing some mission. And then it, yeah, Dick Grayson is going at the end of this book, lets out who I'm assuming is Robin, right? It's Damien. Like, from what we have been told, yes, that is in fact Damien. Yeah. So, and it looks like he is somewhat responsible for the murder of at least two Titans, that being both um, Donna Troy and I believe his name is Max, right? Yeah, or sure. it's set off, right? So you you read the first two issues. Do you remember um, H dial, the hero dial, H dial? Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's him. Uh... I don't know, man. The only issue I really remember is the one where he fucking becomes Goku. Yeah, or... but that's him. Okay, okay, nice, nice, nice. Because, nice. because we find out that the H-dial is what they were looking for, and mm -hmm. the person that is in this, like, energy ball in the flashback, um, I believe her name is um, Summer or something like that. Mm -hmm. That was... That was the friend that was in H dial. So she okay. actually became like some sort of a, either a metahuman or she used the H dial or what. And it possibly caused this massive explosion. Yeah. See, I like 
when one series ties into another series to make a new series like that's good stuff you know not like let's just fucking create new shit and call it future state like no teen titans and h style like that's cool like that was good that's like one of the only cool things that bendis brought to dc was that yeah so, for sure like, you know, uh, but yeah, no, this, the art in this was dope. The visuals in this was dope. And yeah, that final page, I was like, that's how you end a comic book. Like that kind of cliffhanger. Granted, I know Eternal tried to do that, but it looked goofy. This one like built up to it. It was a mystery. And I'm like, I want to read the next issue. Now, the good thing about this is that this is not ending with issue number two. We're getting a continuation, but nice. we're we're getting... Teen Titans Academy, mm. where we're going to have brand new heroes come in and they're going to be learning how to be heroes. Red X is going to be a part of that. So it's going to be interesting. I want to see how this flows. And then I think I might be following that one from now on because as of right now, Teen Titans of this week may have been my favorite. Yeah, as of. All of Future State so far, that's my favorite book. So that's uh, saying something. Because, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just, like, one, I haven't read Nightwing. That comes out next week. Uh, but I've always been a fan of Dick Grayson. Like, I've always enjoyed him. Because, like, I always feel it's weird. Because there are times when I'm like, he's Bruce Wayne's son. But then there are times I'm like, he's Bruce Wayne's brother. Like... I get both vibes sometimes, but I've seen memes. I saw a meme literally today that was like all of the kids that was like, Bruce, who's your favorite? And he's like, I love you all equally. And they all go off and he's like hugging his dick. He's like, I like you by a lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, it's true though. It's uh, so true. Yeah. So I don't know. I thought that was really cool. But what did you think of dark detective the final book we're we're reviewing here i really like the art oh that's not the best thing to start off with. <laughs> <laughs> it's always like oh the art's good um, um because this is our new writer going forward th this is marika tamaki um here's the thing i liked where it started and then it went a whole bunch of nowhere that's the only problem I have because like sh she's trying to get this whole ordeal of like, oh, well, you know, because of what Bruce was involved with, you know, it kind of involved, you know, whatever he did kind of in like had Gotham like evolve super quickly. And I'm like, okay, but we're not getting any of that. Like you're not depicting on how Gotham was freaking 1992 Gotham and now became Batman Beyond Gotham like overnight. Like you're not explaining. Mm -hmm. So that was a little confusing. And like this person that Bruce is following at the beginning, we don't really get anything from it. Like I'm very like, now I understand this is four issues. Unlike everything else, which is only getting two. So we're going to get more story. But as of right now, Dan Moore is killing it. I love this sense of like Bruce still stands for something and he wants to be Batman, 
but like that that the cheese dude the cheese of uh when he rips off the batman suit or he rips off his like civilian clothes and it's like um the ghost of what you once were and then it's like boom batman yeah. like i know it probably sounded really cool in your head it just didn't work out here and like somehow i don't know how he got the cowl on so fast but i mean i i guess it works out yeah so i i don't know what page this is but i feel like she's trying to be hip and that's one of the worst things you can do in comic books. You don't want to be hip. You just want to tell the tone of your story. I think what she's trying to do is she's trying to be. What's what's the term? Uh, shway. Oh, from God. From Batman Beyond. Oh, I, 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 I believe like genuinely. Yeah. I know it's cheesy, but I think she's like future state, future Gotham. What's a future Gotham like? Batman Beyond. Shway. That's what this is. So this is literally in the book. And I was like, oh, no, when I read this. But it says now. How does that line go? Die a hero or stick around long enough to be vigilante number one? Yes. Yes. I knew you were going to say something about it. I knew you were going to say something about it. Or die both a villain or complicated rich but cherished public figure. Like... Now, this I is not how Batman thinks, though. That's the thing. Yes, I understand. There is, we all know that current events definitely come out in comics. That's what comics were built off of, politics. I understand it. But you, you can play off of politics, but you need to play it off the way these characters would play it off. Mm-hmm. You can't play it off just how you want to say it. Because yeah. it doesn't make sense and it doesn't sound like these characters. Yeah. I don't care what kind of unwritten future this is. Bruce Wayne is always going to be Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Whether he's evil, whether he's shway, whether he's normal, he thinks a certain way. Yeah, you replace this Bruce Wayne with Terry McGinnis and this is better. Honestly. Yeah, like, no, like yeah. for real. Uh, for real. McGinnis would say that. Terry McGinnis would think that because it's an old line. And, and Terry- the very the very next page, the very next page, when you see Bruce like looking down and running, it looks like a younger Bruce Wayne. That looks like a Terry McGinnis. Yeah. Like it would totally yeah. make sense. And, and then, then of course, you get like the freaking like cyberpunk-esque mask people that he fights right afterward. Like, yeah, it looks good. I'm excited for Dan Mora to be on a main two book that is actually worth Mm -hmm. it. He has been on a lot of covers for the big two for him to be on interiors on detective is a big step. I love him. He's my boy. I want him to do great things. I need this to be a little bit better in writing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, we also got confirmation. I think it was, I don't know if it was in this book or if it was in Titans, but uh, I literally said this in last week's podcast. I don't want Jason Todd to be one of the villains or to have joined the magistrate. He has joined the magistrate. Yes. Yes, he has. 
And it hasn't cool. said it yet, but I'm pretty sure he is um, the number 12. That yeah. was in uh, that was in the next Batman story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then at the next story, I don't even care to talk about. It's it's what's his face? Jim Lee's character. I don't even know. Grifter. Yes. Um, and um, just, I, I will tell you. I will tell you this. Um, I was really excited for uh, Matthew Rosenberg to be in DC Comics um, mm-hmm. because I have uh, I've reviewed a lot of his Marvel stuff on uh, the Weird Science Marvel Comics website. Yeah, me and him have clashed heads, and I was ready to applaud him for getting this character. This dialogue sucked. Yeah, Matthew yeah. Rosenberg. Um, I was legitimately. Like I wanted, like, because me and him have DM'd before, and he's like, "Man, mm-hmm. you were like, he actually DM'd me, and it was like, you, you were kind of harsh on on my comic whenever he I was reviewing a uh, Hawkeye Freefall." Yeah, and he's like, people were ask, people were actually asking me what I ever did to you, and I was like, <laughs> well, I just read the comic. This is what it is, and we're pretty harsh on this podcast, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> we are. Um, I almost thought about like sending, like maybe sending this episode to him in a dm i don't think i'm going to if he finds it he'll find it um yeah. i'm sure one of my uh few readers of the website will possibly find out that i'm reviewing this and they'll send it to him um but he does not get the voice of luke he does not get the voice of, he kind of gets the voice of grifter but it's very sarcastic he's writing him like hawkeye and i don't like it uh, and then, uh, of course, it looks like at the very end, um, Huntress is white. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, let's just, uh, let's just change. She's been black this whole time for the last four or five years, and now she's white. Yeah, cool. Yeah, um, yeah random. Let's not explain that at all. Uh, <laughs> my thing is, why, like, Luke Fox sucks. He, he... Like, he's, he, literally Iron Man. He's literally Iron Man. He can't do shit outside of his suit. No, you're you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right, which is really dumbed down to what he was initially written as. He mm-hmm. was initially written as this military guy who yeah. is smart as hell, resourceful, and in here he's like, um, I can't do anything. I haven't been Batwing in years, and. uh I, I just, I'm not, and I'm just like, dude, like, I understand that you're trying to make Grifter the badass here because he's your main character, but know your other characters. This is the problem that we had with Bendis. He came over from Marvel and it was just like, oh, we can create our own continuity? Cool. You need to know these characters at least a little bit, guys. Try harder, please. Yeah. Yeah. I just was, um, I don't know, man. Like I said, Future State has not been great for me. Um, no, I'm I I am very disappointed compared to what I thought this was going to be. Yeah, I I am so glad that like in like the two weeks before Future State, I kind of like talked to myself and was like, "Hey, this may not be as wonderful as you thought it would be." Yeah, because at the beginning of December. My expectations for this were high, very, very high. Every issue or something. Yeah, I was like super excited for it. Yeah. Um, No, 
No, it's been a big disappointment so far. The, like, I don't know if it's just because I have been spoiled as a Batman reader to where I started with Jim Lee and Jeff Loeb, right? And I saw, I read all of these Jeff Loeb's Batman, and I was like, this is fantastic. Then when I really started collecting singles issues, I was reading that phenomenal Scott Snyder run, which still blows my mind on how he puts out anything that he's been putting out in the last couple of years. But I read that and then I got Tom King's run and I'm like, this is Batman good writing. And now I'm just like, where's the next King or Snyder? You know what I mean? It ain't Tinian or Tynan. And I'm, I want her to do something great. I'm hoping that she does a new story after Future State and she's not continuing this Future State storyline. Because um, that other story that was being ended by um, Tomasi, I like where that was going. I'm interested in where that's going. But if she's going to build up to where we get in Future State, I don't really care, you know? if I know future state isn't great right now, like, why do I want to know how you got there? I just don't at this point. Yeah. Um, True. But you know, it is what it is next week. We got Batcat, though, ladies and gentlemen. And I think Rorschach, no Rorschach was this week, right? No, it, it is coming out next week. Rorschach. This, I, this, unless so, I have the so one. with, with no, no, it's coming out with Batcat. How did I get the issue already? Huh. I picked mm. up Bojack today. Yesterday. So so you picked it up? What issue did you pick up? Uh, I don't know. Let me check. While you look that up there, because I have it over here. Um, I picked up issue... Uh, wait, where the hell do you find this out? Um, Rorschach, issue three. Yeah, so issue four is next week. Oh, damn. I haven't went to the comic shop in forever. Um, that was the only thing I had there, by the way. Nice. So, yeah, I think I only get Tom King stuff now. I don't think I buy anything else. Um, so we'll see. But uh, that's it for the most part. That's the podcast this week, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, next week we'll have more Tom King stuff to talk about. Hopefully, we'll have some better news when it comes to entertainment stuff. And I'm really hoping we get some video game news at some point because it's been forever. Yes, it has. So. It is what it is, but Clay, what do you got going on this week? This week, I do not have any uh, Fanboy Comics podcasts. Uh, there is a bye week on uh, the Shonen Jump app, um, but I do have a uh, The Promised Neverland volume number one review that is already out. Go check that out. Holy fuck, that is a book, dude. That is a book. And uh, if you want to get into it, I would say you, you can either read the manga or watch the anime, the first episode holy shit dude it's it's fucked but i i don't know man i'm like i need to just buy a manga because i don't know if i can get into the backwards reading it's backwards for us but like it's kind of weird because you're reading from right to left right Yes, you were reading right pan right panels to left panels. Yeah. Um you get used to, you get used to it, I promise. You will get used to it. But uh but yeah, the Promise Neverland review, the very next review that I will have um will be well actually by the time you are listening to this, I will have my Digital First Fridays out where I will be reviewing the um first 
uh, issue of Truth and Justice, the Vixen uh, issue, um, issue number five of uh, Challenge of the Super Sons, and issue number two of Sensational Wonder Woman. Um, but the next review after that would be Food Wars, issue, uh, volume number one on Wednesday the 20th. I heard it's kind of a raunchy comic, so um, I flipped through it. Whew, I I am I am in for some uh, for some naughty things in that book. Um, I saw some tentacles and and all sorts of stuff. So nice, yeah. I was gonna watch the anime, so I'm excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so that would be interesting. Uh, so cool, man. So definitely check that out, people. Uh, I will be tomorrow. We had it on Clay's birthday last week. My birthday is actually tomorrow. So when you're listening to this podcast, uh, it is my birthday and we'll more than likely be live streaming. So come by the stream over on twitch.tv slash juice from the box. We're going to be playing some birthday among us. So come hang out. Uh, I got some viewers that send in some gifts. So we're going to open those up and, um, I'm pretty sure I'll have a cake or something. We'll do something with that too. But that will be tomorrow. Of course, if you have not checked out the React channel or the gaming channel, go check those out. They're in my link tree. I post five videos a week, ladies and gentlemen. It's pretty crazy. Go give them some love. Leave some comments. But that's pretty much it for me. And that is this week's podcast, ladies and gentlemen. As always, he is Fanboy Clay. I am Juice Wayne. Remember, Batman is awesome.